0: Hello and welcome to, I think, episode 12 or 13. As of recording this, I'm not 100% sure. But hello and welcome to the new episode of the Yuha UP podcast. My name is Yuha. No, that is not a stage name. And in this podcast, I talk about all things fitness, relate it back to mobility training, and occasionally go off topic. Without further ado, let's start. Okay. Um, so this is going to be a short one today. Um, I'm going to put my timer on let's keep it short, let's keep it like 10 minutes, okay, I'm gonna put that on, and now, <clears throat> so today what I want to do, because um, I'm very pressed with time, I know that a lot of people are pressed with time, what I want to do is I want to tell you a workout that I ran a couple of swimmers through today, and I want to just, uh, you know, hopefully you can take that information, maybe pick up learn a couple new exercises um, and at least see from the perspective of someone who trains high school athletes, swimmers primarily, um, seeing how some of the workouts are actually structured. So this one specifically today, because they're just getting back from a Christmas break, the first couple Workouts. I'm definitely keeping it easier, not trying to go as hard as we we're going uh, right before the break, because I have to factor in the 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 detraining aspect, and also the fact that uh, not only are they detrained from uh, dryland training, but they're also detrained a few weeks from stuff in the pool. So not only are they going back to working out, but now they're going back to working out and. 15 minutes following their dryland session, they're doing two hours worth of swimming. So, I have to make it easier for those reasons. So, anyways, um, something that I always start every swimmer's workout with is cars. Um, we don't always do full-body cars, so cars are controlled articular rotations. They look like joint circles, but they're much more than that. Uh, global rotations of so each joint just taking each joint through a full range of motion i don't always do full body with them uh but because we haven't trained in a little bit want to start to do that a little more um so usually start with uh so for today at least we did full body cars three circles in each direction so the order was like neck glenohumeral scapula t-spine hips, sorry, and then elbows, and wrist. Then spine, hips, knees, tibia, which is different, and ankle. Uh, Just taking each of those through a full global rotation. Did that three times each way. Uh, And then we move, uh, do a couple quick core exercises. 30-second plank on a bosu and then thirty seconds um doing some glute ridges while on a bosu ball. Um the next one was med ball slam, they did twenty-five and Russian twists, they did fifty, so twenty-five on each side, and for each of those they had like an eight pound med ball. That part's not important though. Um I find that the swimmers they prefer med balls that that have some bounce. Uh We also have ones that are, like, filled with sand, so when you slam them, they don't bounce up. They always joke around and say that's, like, the sad one. Because when you drop it, it just kind of, like, plops. It just sits there. (laughs) Those are my favorite. I much prefer those over the really bouncy ones, but anyways. And then, yeah, we just ended on some more specific spine stuff, going through, like, kind of cat-camel type things, but working on specific limitations that they may be currently working through, um in kind of their thoracic area. Um and then afterwards we, we uh we did our A series. We did A one, A two, A three it was dumbbell glute bridge, fire hydrant holds, and single leg ball pu- single leg ball pickup. Oh yeah, I did write ball pickup but they didn't actually pick up a ball. You're right, I should have called that single leg floor touch, in that case. That's funny. That's why they were asking me about the ball. That's funny. Anyways, yeah. So, uh, that, I just wanted to do, uh, a set for their hips. And that's a good way to do, uh, so, sorry. Also, that was 15 reps for the glute bridge, fire hydrant holds, holding them for 30 seconds, like, at the very top of that, like, their top range. And then, single leg ball pickups they like touch the floor four times but in four different directions i told them to touch it like like a clock reach forwards at 12 sideways at three reach backwards touch the floor backwards at six and then reach to the side at nine um really just want to create a set where they could go and they could do a bilateral exercise for their hips then a unilateral exercise for their hips and then their active recovery their active rest was kind of like a a balancing drill and that would also kind of give them like a small stretch in their hamstrings. And they did three sets of that. And the tempo for all of that was basically just slow. Dumbbell glute bridge would be like a 2 second concentric, no pause, 2 second eccentric, no pause, continuing fire hydrant holding. There you go. Um the B series was a quick mobility one in which uh one of the swimmers was working on um improving her ankle inversion and the other were we're uh trying to uh increase a little bit we're trying to help her be a bit more explosive off the block so trying to uh make her faster in that position so we just kind of put her in this bent knee hamstring stretch and ran both of them through a Pales rails protocol which is you know a two minute passive stretch then 10 second push in one direction. Um, In the progressive tissue, you know, a 10-second push, you could say, in the regressive tissue, three sets on each side, um, and then afterwards kind of hanging out there for 30 seconds or so. So that's a good way to kind of have them, you know, work on their hips and then have a bit of a break but also work on some mobility stuff. Oh, and actually one of the swimmers, I asked them how they felt after they were coming out of the hamstring one. And I said, hey, how would you describe it? Um, And the description was really cool. They said, like, you know, like a bungee cord when it's very taut? I said, yeah. She's like, it feels like when I get out of it, it's like they're slowly releasing that taut bungee cord. Okay, very cool, very cool. Not really looking for that specifically, but that's really cool how that's how it's perceived. And then uh, because this session was forty-five minutes, and one of the swimmers was a little bit um, late, so we ended on just some quick core stuff, flutter kick while holding a streamline position with their arms. Forty reps, like forty kicks, twenty kicks each leg. Ball rollout. So one of them would be doing a plank on a ball and roll out their arms into. Yeah, so like the. So they'd be planking on a ball and they would basically just push the ball away from them, extending their elbows and then bring it back. And then the other um, swimmer was just doing a plank on the regular ball. Not a Bosu ball, like not a half ball, a full ball. So they would do that for C1. Actually, sorry, C1 was the streamline flutter kick, C2 was the ball rollout, or the ball plank, and then C3 was side plank that they held for 30 seconds each side. Oh, and I didn't say it, but for the ball rollout, they were doing it like 10 in each direction, Uh, two sets, zero rest. Um, Try to just keep them sweating, but not make it too, too challenging. And then just um, end it on at some quick stretches. Sometimes I'd like to spend a little bit more time stretching, but... We were just a little bit time crunched and wanted to make sure that they were not going to be too late for swim practice because they finished and, you know, their their practice was shortly afterwards. So it just did a quick lat stretch um, where they just grabbed onto, like, the bar of a squat rack unilaterally just kind of sit back into that quadruped position or you could also do it in that squat position, maybe half kneeling, it's up to you. I like to coach it uh, in a quadruped position. And then once you feel that stretch, just take seven deep breaths, change sides and then once they're done that we ended it on a quick breathing exercise a side-lying <clears throat> expansive breathing, so in that position just trying to get them to reintroduce the positive breathing habits that they have when they're in swim-specific positions. Uh, So doing maximal inhalations, just trying to intentionally take as deep a breath as they can, and then from there, reflexively exhale. And just ask them to do seven breaths on each side. And that only took, you know, top to bottom, 45 minutes. That's quick, you know, four, six yeah I'd say that like their warm up was about six exercises, three exercises for the a series, one exercise for the B series, three exercises for the c series and two for the d so it's like good warm up and then it's like hips, mobility, I'm trying to work on some of their deficiencies uh one of them is more improving rotational deficiencies, another is improving linear deficiencies so Hips, mobility, and core, and stretches. So that was how we structured it. Um, if you have any questions, please comment below. Um, this is going to do it for me. Uh, I just want to make it real short, real quick. Uh, but I also just want to give some value, because if you were thinking about new different ways to work out, try something like that out. you know, Do something for your hips then do some mobility stuff, then do some core, then do some stretching. Like, it doesn't have to be too complicated, and conceptually, it can be very easy if that's how you choose it to be. Um, not everything has to be, like, so, so specific unless you choose it to be. Um, so, thank you for listening to the new episode of the u p podcast. Don't forget to read, rate, review, rate it five stars if, you, you know, you're on this certain platform. But ultimately, if you are listening... <laughs> Hit me up on social media. Search me on LinkedIn, you know, on Twitter, on Instagram, at yuhayupi, J-U-H-A-J-U-P-P-I. Let me know where you're listening from because I keep on seeing that there's a a listener from the States and a listener from... Where was it? Australia? No. Somewhere that, that is definitely outside of Canada. Um, anyways, I'm just curious where a couple of you guys are from. But... That'll do it for me. Thank you for listening, and I will see you in the next podcast.